I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Soul Lights. How's everyone doing? Calling in from rainy, windy, SoCal, Southern California. Oh, my gosh. Getting my tea. Maybe I'll make a decaf cappuccino. It's one of those kinds of days, gang. So the chat is still not working. So sorry. Uh, I'm hoping the producer get, can email them and see what's going on. Uh, it just goes round and round. It does not. Uh, let me know. If you guys call in, let me know how... Um, BTR is on your end if you're able to um, log in, you know, open your chat, any of you that have uh, podcasts. Okay, get my, okay, decided to get my decaf cappuccino. Let's restart. Hey, everyone. If you're new, I'm Michelle. Welcome. Great to connect with all of you. I'm like totally multitasking, guys. I'm cleaning, clearing out. Stuff. I feel a big move. I've been planning a move. Uh, details to come later. But I, um, I think you, last year in spring, I think I had seven or eight. I think eight bags of clothes for um, displaced persons, homeless. They have a whole um, setup where they distribute whatever they receive uh, to different, you know, to different tents and whatever uh this year i went back and it's all cleared up cleared out and moved so um these i will probably take i don't know boys and girls club uh what's the other thing that i usually go um, anyway there's definite a uh, definite uh different places for re renewing regifting re whatever reuse thrift store whatever it's called now and i like to give to people on the street as well because even though, I mean, back in the day, thrift stores were, you know, pretty inexpensive. They've gotten kind of, they're kind of costly. I mean, some of them. And, you know, they're on par with other outlet stores. Let's just put it that way. So some homeless people have told me, you know, we don't shop there anymore because it's too, it's too pricey. So, um, and I know it's the cool thing to do now. So many people uh, repurpose, which is great. And, you know, or buy the clothes, as a friend of mine used to do, uh, she had a really great, still does, vintage style, and she would take the clothes and, like, re, actually, I have two friends that do this. This is so their style. They redo the outfit. They buy something, they see something in it, and then they do a little something different with the sleeves or something different with the bodice or make it higher, put something to make it longer, whatever. So, um 
the only thing I ever did was make a out of jeans uh, a jean skirt where you cut out a panel in the middle. And um, since I grew up in Southern California, we had Hawaiian, I don't know, some kind of Hawaiian type fabric. Um, I think I did that in a jean purse. Made earrings and jewelry, but I'm not, I do not have the patience for sewing. My mom tried to teach me. And I was like, I wanted to be outside skateboarding, climbing trees, running around, riding my bike, writing poetry at the beach. I did not want to sit there. And I, I just think it's amazing, knitting, sewing, all that kind of crafty stuff people do. But I don't have the um, – I started, but then, I, you know, good intentions. People tell me how much they love it or it relaxes them. But, no, i got to have – got to do something else. Um, if you want to call in, by the way, 347-539-5122 is the number, 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad uh, if you have a question or a comment. You want to get on air, 539 Is that it? 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. So uh, definitely going to get to callers. We have, of course, our awakening guest that will be on later, uh, Dr. Janelle Kim. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of stuff, but um, something I don't know too much about. I mean, I know what I am in Chinese, um, I guess, astrology, but I don't as far as uh, diving into that. So we're going to talk about that, the year of the rabbit, and then um, Korean life meditation. So that's always good to do. So I want to hear from all of you. What are you noticing new about this energetic patterning? You can probably feel that there is a shift that is taking place um, that is actually causing quite, you can tell I'm a little spacey. Um, we are both, and I talked about this for February, starting February. I think it was somewhere between the 15th, 16th, 17th, and through the 20s, 2021st. Um, so it's a new pattern where there's just a lot coming up for people. There's a lot of triggering. People are feeling anxious, restless. Uh, some people, are, maybe it's motivation, inspiration, not knowing where to put their energy. They're asking the big questions like, why me? Why here? What am I supposed to do? What do I, you know, there's a lot of big questions. And because my sense is people are really understanding that not only are we not going back to the old way of being, uh, but we are we are in an unprecedented time. And I know we have a, a lot of change when you look at history, you know, that's similar. But there are some differences, and I've talked about this for the last, I don't know, 25 years or so, um, in workshops, clients, everything all of the above. Um, this is a different time period because we are doing a quantum shift. So we've had quantum shifts or quantum leap, you know, um, in the past. But they've been on the same trajectory of the human, let's say, conditioning, condition response patterns. We are literally moving from the, the idea of human being into soul being, into accessing 
on a more consistent, regular basis the higher vibrational frequency of us, to live more of that through the earth plane, which means that is game-changing. That changes so much on this earth game, this earth plane. So that means there's a lot of individual changes. There's a lot of collective changes that affect us individually. There's a lot of individual changes that are catalysts to create groups or amassing people for a tipping point to create the change. And I say create because it's not just happening by happenstance. It is, being, it is a co-creation. You know, so you may be feeling, you know, um, you you may be feeling that, sorry, I had a text come in. <laughs> you may be feeling that you are going through changes, like changing how you look, your hairstyle, how you're eating, um, you know, changes that are going to reflect you more on a soul level, more of the authentic, genuine you. And I really say beyond authentic, it's 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 authentic to genuine aspect of your you know of you. You're getting more, we're downloading or receiving more of the aspects of ourselves, other dimensionally, uh, other planetarily. So that means we're opening up to understanding that we have more than one reality. There's on this planet, there's more than one reality, and we live out more than one reality. So it is about bringing in that that reality that we are more than one reality. Get it? We're we're synthesizing realities in a way, and to some degree. We are getting on a soul level, not from the ego. We're picking and choosing which, which selves, which are drying off and the energy is being subsumed into new selves. What selves are, are emerging in the one self, right? So something is over. Something is, 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 is done, you know, some way of expressing, experiencing, some way of life. It, it's some way is no longer needed. So because this earth plane is all about the physical presence, the I am presence in physicality, the God essence, God presence in physicality, that's what this is all about. Um, some of you might want to check out my most recent um, video on YouTube I really dived into this, got into messages from God, and it really spoke a lot to this, that we are that divine presence in physical form, or the all that is, the infinite aspect of our being in physical form. And so this is the only dimension where we live this out on the, on the earth plane, with the emotions, the energy in motion, the ups, the downs. Um, so it is quite a different game, and some of you may have memories of being elsewhere where maybe there wasn't as much, um, if you want to call drama, right? There wasn't as much up and down or unknown. Maybe you, maybe you knew a lot. Maybe you were able to create just, you know, by a thought or blink of an eye. Some of that's coming back, by the way. <laughs> So don't be too disheartened. Some of that's coming back. But physicality, the earth, it is, it's going to get, it's going to get easier. You know, we have some, some challenging, definitely some challenging times that are coming up, some difficult times. 
and I'm going to be getting into that. I do dive deeper into that on Patreon because uh, some of the stuff I really can't put out in a more broad public uh, way, uh, which is interesting. You can see now what's been coming out in the media, especially on YouTube, some of the um, cable and different uh, outlets, that a lot of what I predicted, especially with the pandemic, that it is it is bearing out to be true. The, the, you know, so... Um, so I like to give people a heads up. That's what I came back to do, give people a heads up to help people prepare so that we don't get paralyzed with fear, you know, or we do not start doing things that are not in our best interest, our sovereign soul interest. So, you know, it's, and I always say it's a gift, my gift and my honor. You know, it is definitely a gift for me, and it is an honor to do the work that I do, the inner work, the work that I bring forth. So, speaking of that, I'm going to ask everyone that listens, please subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot and uh, YouTube, as well as Awakenings podcast on YouTube. And also, connect with me, follow on Instagram. That would be so helpful would make me really happy. And for those of you that listen a lot to the podcast, some of you, I get such amazing emails from you. I so, oh my gosh. I get just wonderful, heartfelt emails. Um, love it if you would also give a five stars. Um, you could do a review or just five stars on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, iTunes. That would be great. All right, shall we get to callers and see what's going on with people? Again, that number, 347-539-5122. 347-539-5122. Remember to press 1 on the keypad. We have a lot of people in the queue, and I don't know if you're just listening by phone, but if you had a question, a comment, you wanted to share something, or you want a reading, please press 1 on the keypad. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Is this sunrise? Yes. Hi, yes. how are you? Yes, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <laughs> sorry, I'm just waking up. I've, it's so weird. I've been, like, going through those, but it's these shifts that you're talking about in the beginning and, like, unknowing mystery of what's unfolding and, and yeah. feeling and tapping into those changes. I remembering when I was younger in high school during the last silver cycle um, mm-hmm. I would always sleep and I could not I was always tired all the time my parents would always be like would tell me all these things and anyway so I'm experiencing um, sleeping I'm like feeling very sleepy all the time again I'm just thinking that it might be those the uh, DNA upgrades um, but definitely that's yes. separate from my question. Okay. I'm lost. I, I okay. need some, because there's something that's not, uh, as far as work changing, I, there's this new opportunity happening where I can bartend more. But beyond this bartending, because it's not necessarily what I wanted to do, I really wanted to be a manager at this dispensary, but now I'm going to be bartending. Where mm-hmm. do you see this going? 
And where do you see, like, this, these next couple of months for me going? Like, why are all these changes happening that mm. I necessarily do not? Like, well, they, you, but you are. Well, sometimes change, I just posted this on my Instagram about change happening within first. So a lot of times we're doing, we're needing a lot of inner change. We're we're changing our perception of things. We're changing how we feel. We're changing how we eat. We're changing condition response patterns to more genuine, authentic pattern. You know, we're connecting. So all those inner changes first have to take place before the outer, right? So I feel yes, you are in the process of change. You you are the the transition you're in has a lot to do with change, perhaps inner change and getting to know yourself on a deeper level, like a quiet calm level to even hear more of where your soul wants to guide you, where your what your soul wants to experience. So you're also Sunray getting rid of um you're in the part that I was talking about earlier on the podcast where what selves or aspects of being are coming through. Yes, and yes. I've, I've definitely yes, been feeling right? that where that comes to the surface that? in order to move forward. Like those conditioning patterns. Oh, yeah, I've mentioned this with my friends where I was going to do something and noticed, oh, that's what old sunray would do. What is new sunray doing? What is yeah, uh, the head sunray doing? Yes, yes. See, so these various aspects of self, you know, the type of therapy I do, we call them parts, and aspects of self or parts processing. We have all these different parts. But those parts have major energy. You know, they're ener- they're, they're, they house a lot of energy. So it's, it's about bringing the energy forward to then be able to utilize it or, you, you know, use it in a different way for different experience and expression. So the old parts or aspects of being is really what they are because it's, it's only one us, but these different are, are lessening. So I feel that's where you're at right now. Yeah, see, it's kind of like falling by the wayside or like how a branch on a tree, you know, um, See, it's really interesting. Okay, I'm so glad you brought this up. Because even though a part of us may be lessening, waning, atrophying, however you want to say it, it still has animation on the ego level, right? Because everything has consciousness, right? Yeah. So just like the tree, um, making making more decaf right now. So just like the tree stops giving water and nutrients to parts of the branches that die off, that are dying off, it doesn't happen uh-huh. all at once. And there'll still be some nutrient or water, you know, but less and less and less and less and less. So that's kind of where you're at. And the thing is with with human soul spirit beings, however you want to say it, we can st- we still animate this is why the pause, I think, is so important that so many people have been talking about, especially that have come on this podcast. You've heard them talk. Everybody's talking about the pause. You've got to pause. You've got to pause. And I, 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 I think I was writing the other day in my journal. I really see now the importance of that, you know, even in my own life, is because we get on automatic. 
you know, and and we've been taught like to, you know, early worm, you know, early bird catches the worm, you know, do 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 and do it faster, yeah. faster. Yeah. And so we're we're yeah. yes, and so that part of the the brain and mind kicks in like, oh, let's solve this, let's get this done, let's do this, let's do that, and. Another way can be being planned, and also the higher self is doing things and orchestrating things, the quantum aspect of our being. So it does take a while to kind of, I don't want to say, the the animating energy of the ego to wane more, to, to get less and less and less, right? And so that's a big part of the process. I feel that you're in right now. So you're seeing some of it. You're seeing, oh, I responded this way, but there's another way that's emerging for me to respond. Let me see what that is. You know, let me pause and see what wants to come through. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I, I feel it. like you're, you know, yeah. Do you see it? Because I, I definitely feel that you're... Um, there's something else that you really want to do. Yeah, it's, and I, it's the project, that business that we've been connecting about, but I really haven't been able to focus on that because of all these other things. Like, I really what? want to start that, those candles, those boxes, and I want to pour my soul into that, but right now I'm not able to. Yeah, so I feel, because managing is a lot of headache. I have a lot of clients that are managers on all levels and all kinds of corporations and jobs and careers some are managers in restaurants some are managers in tech companies um you're working with people so it may just be that you have a lot of times this type of job so you can focus on your other stuff you may not bring as much money Mm -hmm. in but if you Mm -hmm. had that managing job you would really be spent because it's not that you just get to show up clock in and do some paperwork or tell, you know, so-and-so what to do, you you have to manage people and, and the stuff that comes up for them. And there's ordering and, oh, this didn't come in and that didn't come in. And, oh, Susie's upset at Frank and Bob did this. And, oh, my God, he's late <laughs> yeah. again. Oh, my God, she doesn't want those days. Oh, my God, she's out for three weeks. What are we going to do? Oh, she's sick for three days. She just called in. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all that extra psychic space. And in fact, I think on my Patreon, I just did a post on this. So those clearing the psychic space. So part of what's happening in this quantum leap, we're clearing psychic space. I've just been clearing shoes out. I'm I'm going to even get to my prize collection of handbags. Clothes and shoes again. I cannot even believe I have such a small house. Where did all these things fit? But that's, I was just getting that message. I got rid of jewelry, all this like crystals and different jewelry that I had. I'm getting rid of that. Um, I'd been clearing psychic space in my head, in my mind, in my routine, and being more present in deeper meditations, and I received more information from the guides to do this dimensional soul source healing. So now those parts of me, those aspects of me, the energy is going in this new direction and now an external change was like, oh, 
I have to change. Now I'm changing what I'm eating. I notice I'm eating differently. Oh, I notice that my routine is different. I'm doing a different workout. Oh, now the next external change is I have to get rid of stuff, more stuff. Ooh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So out yeah. of the inner change, then the external will happen, and I could feel oh, it vibrationally. Sure. Yes. So okay. my sense is okay. your higher self is guiding you to do your project, you know, do whatever you can on the side or, you know, make the, the adjustments that you need to, but it uh-huh. is to start your your soul joy. I'm going to call it your soul joy project. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. And you, you, I thank you so much about that insight on you're right about being a manager. As much as I want to be a manager, maybe it won't allow me to spend that energy on oh. that full joy no. project. No. The, the few managers that I am working with, now some of them are in that and they love it and that's what they do. That's their thing. Some of them found themselves in that position due to a raise and they have other projects they want to do and now they're like, how can I get out of this? One of them is actually quitting because they're oh. like, I can't. Oh, yeah, one of them is quitting their their job and doing something else because they're like, I can't, I don't have enough time. And they said, when I get home, I'm so tired with everything that's going on that yeah. I don't I don't want to deal with this. So, yeah. Yeah, and I would tend to, I would tend to spread myself out that makes sense okay thank you so much that that is a lot that provides me with a lot of clarity i just have these goals i'm going to start writing down um that i a formatting that i've used in the past i'm excited about so this is really great and it's very inspirational thank you michelle you're welcome sunray big hug big hug love you bye bye hi you're on air Ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Thought of you. I was thinking about someone, and they've been visiting Bali, and I was thinking about you. What's going on? I thought about you this morning. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah, I was thinking about you yesterday, so you're probably you're probably catching that vibe. Uh, um, it's interesting, actually. There's there's a there's kind of actually like a really dark energy that's been uh, hovering over Bali. And, Bali. Uh, a lot oh, of people, yeah, feeling it. A lot of people have been shifting oh, and feeling it. and moving More. it, and it's but been really, really. Is there heavy. government stuff? I feel government stuff or something political or government. Has that happened it yet? It is. It is. <gasps> yeah, what is that? Well, I can feel it. It's basically switching. So right now, because we have all of the Russian and Ukrainian war, like they're all basically coming over here. And my first thought was initially, like, that fear energy from their government and all this other stuff is kind of what's swilling over here. But now it's, like, because everybody, because there's so many people, we had, like, basically, like, 60,000 people coming from Ukraine and and Russia in the last, like, few months. So, like, basically... yeah, so our government is also, or whatever, Indonesian government is also doing some other weird stuff. So, like, prices are now quadruple. You know, it's just, it's getting, like, the greed, the whatever. It's getting super weird. And um, so last time I'm experiencing the same similar things as Sunray, only mine's now 
all coming on a physical level. So last time I checked in, I was like, am I missing the signs because the tree and the power and then all of this stuff. And it's like, now I'm having this last week, the ceiling fell in, in my room and um, I'm kind of like fixing back and forth with the, with the landlord and the manager because the manager is telling me you need to leave. And I was like, listen, actually, now that I've checked it, actually you guys owe me for the past three months that I haven't had working power and all of this stuff that I have been paying. So my question is, it's kind of like a two-part question. One, do you see them allowing me to stay here? Because my, my term is supposed to end in May here where I'm at, uh, my contract. Also, my 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 kitas, my visa, all of this stuff will be ending in like yeah. I June feel like or they want like more. Well, I, feel, so. I feel like they want. So I feel like they want more money. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So in June, when my okay. when the contract ends here, the term will the term will be three times what it is. And I get it that they're now losing money, but if they would have tended to these things when I told them months and months ago, we wouldn't be in this big of an issue having the whole ceiling falling. Here's the thing. I get it. Yeah. No, it's not your fault. I feel like it's the energy of the place, just like I didn't know what was going on. I could feel the energy of government and war. Um, I feel like the government is going to be paying people or to house people. I feel like there's going to be an influx of money, so stuff is going to go up higher. So whether the other governments yeah. have are paying or for people to stay there or is it Bali, I don't know, but that's what I'm getting. Right. So it seems so like there's a I'm definite. Do you, do you yeah. see me? Do you see them yeah. allowing me to stay at least for another month or two? Because I can't like it's it's a lot for me to have to leave like immediately <sighs> like right now. And then if I do stay in this one place, am I I don't know. Maybe you could do a few weeks or a month. I I really feel like they want to – I feel like once you move, they're going to fix up the place or do some repairs or something. Oh, no, they're already fixed. Like the the people have already brought the supplies and stuff today. They're starting tomorrow. Oh, good. It's already – okay, so they are starting. He already just signed – yeah, he already renewed a five-year lease, so he will repair it. Um, and the and the rent will go up, and I know that I won't be able to stay here at that point. But the thing is, is they still kind of back owe me, so I don't think I'm going to get paid. So I'm like, all right, well, give me a month or something, you know, of the uh, uh, retribution and rent so I can figure out where I'm supposed to go. But my now next phase is, because of all this energy in Bali, I'm getting a feel like, am I supposed to go to Thailand? Am I supposed to be staying in Bali, or is, am I supposed to be, is this like my switching from here, I guess, is where I'm at, because I need to know if I'm supposed to still be looking here and I'm just re-moving here, or if I'm supposed to really be looking in Thailand or other places. Do you want Thailand? Because I, like I feel like the energy in Bali is going to be changing, so it just depends how connected you are That's what to I feel. Bali. Yeah. I mean, Bali, I, I feels, feel like, Bali feels like home to me, but I feel like Thailand, there is they've just legalized everything over there. And I feel like there is a lot more opportunity. I can still do my production. I can still do all the same things there that I yeah. would be doing here. I would go check it out for sure. I, I, because I, I definitely feel it just depends. The energy just feels very different. And I feel people are going to be a bit testy. Maybe that's already happening. Yeah. People are a bit, you know, it's, it's 
it's already happening like the end of March, so we'll hit the we'll hit the full moon on the seventh, which I know will shift a lot of things, especially for people like me that have a lot of fixed energy. But then at the uh-huh. the new moon will be Nepi, which is basically like their new year. And so for the last three years they haven't been able to burn their Uga Ugas, which is like their evil deities. They put in all the the evil and then they burn that and then they have the day of silence. So this will be the first oh. year since COVID started that they're actually able to do that. So I feel that a lot oh, of this good. energy is still needing good to move. be released from the island as well. So I'm okay. I'm kind of like, okay, I just want to ride out March and see what happens if the energy is shifting or not. But I'm also right. like, what do I, you know, because I need to be realistic also. Right. I'm feeling like, do I like need to start selling your... all of my furniture and stuff? No, give me your month. No, let's see. Give me your month because it may be that you end up staying. Because I do feel that there's a part of your you're wanting to set roots. Yeah, like I feel Where like you were my moving home is supposed to be here, and there will be a business that I'm supposed to be going back and forth to that will be in Thailand. That's what I really feel. Okay, so um, Zoe, give me the month and day of your birthday. I want to look at your cycle. Let you know it. Um, October 30th, 1983. Okay, I just need the October 30th. Okay, is there someone around you that speaks, I'm hearing French. Um, I mean, I know several people that speak French. My One okay. of my best friends is in France right now. Okay, because there's a lot with France, French, I'm hearing that, okay. Also, my Swiss friend. He's Swiss French. Okay, so that's well. I think you're going to write it out. I think you're going to write it out. Is what I'm getting. Yeah, it that's all like, I can get. But there, but yeah. Be, well, because there does. You said ten thirty. Because there does seem to be. Um, Yeah, there does seem to be a shift in the energy. Um, but it may be, you know, I don't know. I feel like you have some connection there. I don't know if it's a person, people, there's something that's holding you there. I've, I can see you traveling I've, to Thailand or, or, or any place else, but I feel like you're not wanting to... Uh, I don't think you want to leave yet, right? Does that make sense? Not, I mean, not quite. I mean, this energy is really heavy, but I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. I don't know. But that's why I'm like, maybe I just need to check in with somebody else who can see or feel something else because, Well, I'm not you know, getting am I, supposed like I said, to move. It's, it's, hmm? Right, because okay. I'm like, are, am I ignoring all the signs? I'm like, the power, the tree, the fence, the gate, the, the ceiling, the, you know, like, the ending of the con like I'm like am I ignoring well no okay it's it's hard okay here's the thing you have in the past moved around a lot or jumped in and jumped out of something so part of it is is there something you know is there something moving um yes there could be you could be moving on right um mm-hmm. 
but I don't know that it's yet because there's something. I don't know if I can see what it is. Yeah, I feel like it's not quite yet either. Like not quite time. Yeah, I feel like it's like. Yeah, and I feel like there's another person or another thing that is like a component to the picture. I don't know. Right. I don't know if something else has to happen or if there's somebody else or, but that's like. Let's see. What's com- let me ask. What's coming up for? Some moving. Yeah, you're up in the air. But see, it does look like even August this comes up again, where you're thinking about moving. So it could very well be that it's just the t- you're feeling the energy, but the timing isn't there yet. Like you're feeling the energy of a move. See, it's like showing you're not like moving, like escaping something. Right. That's that's what yeah. basically that's what the manager here is trying to make me feel like, and I'm like no, and I feel like this is like a pushback for me to make a stand. But am I obnoxiously making a stand yeah. because I feel like they owe me, or am I making a stand because no, I'm actually in my sovereign being, and like no, this is you know. You guys need to yeah. provide this, something. Yeah, that they need. Let's see. Well, they may because I definitely feel they want to fix it up and they want to. They want to. Um, I almost want to say sell. They want to. They want to uh, offer it for a higher price. And I think because there is some program coming up, or people are charging, starting to charge more for whatever reason. Maybe because more people are moving there. I don't. Oh, know. they've already been charging like, more. That's why I feel the manager's been trying to kind of like not deal with things for the past six months because that's when the prices started going up. So Okay. All I right. get it so that's from a business happened. standpoint, but we had a but we had a contract and an agreement. So yeah, you and have I'm agreement. I'm not in the wrong. No, I definitely feel so. that they'll follow the, through on their contract. It's just if, if they renew or not. Now if they're still fixing no. up the place and you're staying there, then I feel that they will let's see, what's coming up for yeah, if you're, um, yeah, you, let's see. If you're still yeah, there and I they're working on stuff, that's one thing. But Thailand. Yeah, because by law they're required to fix the ceiling regardless and to pay for my whatever accommodation until it's done and to give me back the days that I wasn't here as well. So. Okay, so you'll be negotiating that. Basically, so, so I just want to know. Pay attention like, to the winds of change. Is it worth my time to, ne- to negotiate for the last month, or do I just need to? DTFO, I think you're going to. You know? I, well, I think you're. I think you're going to because I don't see anything readily set up. Um, yeah. But then when I ask about Thailand, it does show either a friend or friends there, or you have some opening. So you may. Yeah. Play it out a bit more is what I'm hearing where you are now, and then plan um, either a visit for sure and or actually a, a move. And is it up in the mountains where you're looking at in Thailand? I don't know. You know, my friend has a my friend has a house in uh, Copenhagen, and I haven't been there yet, to be completely honest. But I don't know if that's okay. the be all end all. I just okay. am feeling Thailand. I know I have to yeah. go to Copenhagen, but again, if my if my visa ends in June, then let's say I go to Thailand, take the two month visa to Thailand, then I would be back here in August to either 
now make the move or collect my stuff or sell it or whatever. You know, like well, see, I, don't know. I think that's, that's what I think that's what's happening. Because remember, I said it comes up in August. It comes back around again yeah. the move. So you may go there, check it out. Um, I actually feel good about it, though, Tyler. I, I think there's a no, community. No, I, I feel good about it, but I don't know exactly where. And, yeah, I do have friends. I do have – actually, I do have, like, a handful, like, a little community actually already yeah, in Copenhagen more of a community. as well. So. It seems more of a community than where you are now for some reason. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I have a community of people here, but everybody's, like, so much on their own. Like, well, there's a lot of very yeah. creative, big personalities out here. So everybody's running their own things here. So it's a little bit, even though this is the more artsy place, I think it's a little bit more distant community form. Yeah, it's more individual. Yeah. Where I feel Thailand, it shows mm-hmm. us more people do things as a group or collaborative. Yeah. Uh, even dinners and things together. So I feel like there's there's more. I, I feel like there could also be more of a spiritual community. Also, I'm hearing. Um, yeah. A retreat center. Well, something I feel like that's mixed. what I'm supposed to be going over there and creating. Actually, it's funny that you say that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you're going to do it with someone. Yeah, and work working with like holistics and also then like medicinal and teaching people like. Uh, different ways to incorporate foods and then like also the, the the marijuana and different things like this, you know, all the aspects, yeah. mind, body. So, yeah, that's what my friend and I were talking about last week, what we feel like we need to oh, do in Thailand. Okay. Okay, well. So maybe that's what it is. It so, looks- okay. That's what I just want to figure out because I'm like, everybody's like, well, you have to leave this place. I was like, I know I have to leave this place. I get it, but. I don't think yeah, I need you to leave are it leaving it, day. but it's like, yeah, and you, and I feel like you're getting the message that you're leaving and you're moving on to something else that has more com- community, you know, more of a sense of community yeah. for stuff for you to do. I think you you know that, um, so that's not really the the issue. It's just the timing and how you do it. So it's it's going to be a little, you know, a little bit of a balancing act. Let's just put it that way. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Negotiating, well, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I just have to negotiate a little bit, and that's what I feel like I need to stand my ground. So yeah. thank you so much for yeah. that. That's- You're welcome. Okay. Yay. Talk to you later. Bye. Ciao, ciao, baby. Ciao. Lots of love and light. So, um, wow, that really kind of says the energy of what's happening right now. You know, sometimes our transitions are a bit bumpy just because we're completing energetic cycles. And again, those think about it too. Those other aspects of our being, the energy of them, very that we still have to live them out. They're still animating, right? They are of a different vibrational frequency slightly. And again, all parts of us, we're not one frequency. We're a complex of vibrational frequencies, right? Our bones are one frequency. Our skin, our you know, hair, our, you know, the different chakras. Um, but what happens is there starts to become more dissonance with these other aspects of self. Or they have less, they have less resonance. Um, less juice, but they're still animating. So we still have to kind of play them out. Or something that the, let's see, another part of us or parts of us energetically decided on 
now we have that to, to follow through or play through on. And that's one of the most, I think, fascinating things about this earth plane and sometimes the most frustrating is that our mind moves quicker than our body, which means that, than our manifestation, right? The energy, the energetics, when you get into the, the etheric plane, the subtle energy, and you get into the, the you know, you extend into the, out of that uh, into the mental plane or mental realm, we have ideas, we have things in our mind, but then to manifest them, it takes, it takes time, it takes consistency, it takes a certain amount of effort. And then we're dealing with other people and not only their inner world, their you know, ups and downs, their condition response patterns, but their, what they're here to do and how they see things. So that's why, I mean, that's why I think the, 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 the path of the householder, the family or relation is so difficult because you're dealing with relationships. The, the, the sadhu or the monk that just has only a spiritually focused life or lives in the you know, cave or a monastery or ashram, even though ashrams, I've, I've stayed in a few, they have a lot of drama. In fact, spiritual centers have a lot of drama <laughs> because they don't work on the emotional body. That's the problem. They, they, they do a lot of praying, meditating. Most of them do not address uh, the emotional body, and that's, of course, what trips everybody up. Um, but it's interesting that this, you know, we set things in motion and then those things have to be played out, even if you're going to terminate, abort, you know, end of it, abort, abort, quickly, don't want to do this. It still is in motion. And the people, the places, the situations, the circumstances that are part of your creation, your reality, are now in play, right? They're there. They're on stage with you. And then, you're, and then we look around and go, oh, wait a minute. I don't want this anymore, or I've changed my mind, or the vibe of something has changed. So whether we've changed internally, or it can be like it was beautiful what Zoe was saying about you know getting the message to move on. These signs um, sometimes we're changing internally, you know, and sometimes also when we're doing a lot of inner work on ourselves, sometimes outer things start breaking down, you know. It's a, ref, it's a reflection, or sometimes things break down around us, and it's the message to look what, it, what needs breaking down or what is breaking down. You know, that's why I love uh, utilizing dream therapy, because you can see things, you know, like I had a client that had a lot with flooding, and he was going through a lot of emotional stuff, he like, doing some deep emotional work, and of course, water is emotions. And then when you couple it with, you know, the toilet overflowing, that's clogged up emotions, you know, that's deep, the bowels, that's deep ancestral, deep emotions that are either coming up or need to be looked at. I think we got another caller before, let's see if our guest, our guest is getting on air. Hi, you're on air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hi, what's your first name? Um, my name's Christine. Hi, Christine, Welcome. Hi. What's your question? Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, I was going to say I'm not sure how you work. Um, I was just wondering if 
you can see anything that's coming up for me in the new year. Yeah, let's see. What's coming up for you in what area? Let's Um what do we want to look at? How about career? Okay. Inner life and career. Ooh. Okay, well, now it's funny because you said career. So I do feel like there would be changes in careers, something new. Um, But I'm also getting, it's showing a focus of a relationship, either coming in or, yeah, are you, could be somebody a little bit different or from another area. Um, Okay. Now, are you planning, are you planning a trip? Are you going to be traveling? Um, I was thinking about, yeah, I was thinking about taking yeah. a trip back to where I live or where I'm okay. from. Okay. Uh, because it is showing travel around you, um, longer, long distance travel. And I do feel you're going to meet someone. So I, I feel for you, you're in the, you're kind of going to come back from your trip and you're ready for change, big change. Like, oh, I'm ready to do something differently. I'm doing something with my hair or, you know, wearing clothes differently, you know, changes in the body, you know, I'm, you're you're really going to do like a sweep of change. And I feel this brings in a relationship. It's like, it's like everything all at once. So if you've been feeling stuck or stagnant, stuff is, stuff is about to really shift for you. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's what I'm looking for. I really am. Oh, well, you're calling it in. It's. I feel you've been maybe doing little change, little something, something all along, but it seems like a domino effect. Like, I don't know if you color your hair or cut it or do a different cut, something, because I can hear friends go, "Oh my God, I love what you did to your hair," and it's like, "Oh, I'm wearing this," or "I went and bought that." It's like everything all at once. It's like all those little interchanges. It's showing on the outer, and then it's like, "Yeah, I'm looking for another job," I'm gonna, and then you get the job. And then there's a relationship. Boom. Awesome. Do you see when that's going to happen? Pretty soon. I mean, for me to look at timing right now, um, our guest is on. That that's a bit longer. Just know that it's it's pretty quick. It's not a long, um, drawn out process. It's not like a. I don't even think it's a year. It seems to it seems to be around the time you move or shortly when you move you move. Well, there's a move also, by the way. But when you travel, it seems like when you come back, it's like I don't know, boom, boom, boom. You know, you may even do some of it when you're. You might even do some of it when you're visiting. You know, like oh, I got my hair. You know, I did this. I did that. You know. So yeah. That's when you know it's getting closer. Oh, that's closer. so wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. I'm very cool. Happy that for you. That just made me so happy. Thank you very much. Yeah. I needed to hear that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, I love that. You never know. Sometimes people call in and it's the ch- it, boom, boom, boom. There it is. All right. So it is time for our second half of the program. We have our Awakening Dialogue today with Dr. Janelle. Kim, um, her debut book is launching. My young sung, the Korean art of living meditation. So we're going to be talking about that, and um, I think as I told you at the top of the podcast, the beginning, find out a little bit also about the year of the rabbit. Just generally see what's going on. 
Hi, Janelle. How are you? Hi there. I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, got a lot going Thank on. Thank you for having got me today. To... Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. And correct. Uh, congratulations on your book, also. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And what does um, I didn't know if I was saying it. My young sung. Very it? close. Yes. Young sung. But you know, I don't necessarily expect everyone to know that part, which is why I have the <clears throat> the Korean art of living meditation. And myung sung is actually a Korean word. Translated, one of the translations is meditation. Oh, so I was okay. grateful. Right. Yeah, so uh, uh, I suppose a little bit about me in one sentence before we even begin, because I find I would like to know who, who in the world is on the phone and talking with you, <laughs> yeah. um, is that I'm a, I'm a ninth generation herbologist, doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine, practitioner of martial arts, and practitioner of the Tao. And so that's where my lineage comes from, which is Korean. So that kind of helps to explain why I have this title on my first book. And so my father was Korean, my mother's American. And so, you know, it's tying in kind of the old and the new, the understanding of lineage, <laughs> rituals, traditions, but, you know, applying it and making it practical for modern day because it never, it never doesn't, um, how can I say, apply, right? So, yeah, all absolutely. Human, it always applies. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yes. And then it's also good that we update things or bring it, you know, depending where we're living or what culture, how can we blend? I'm always, I'm a big blender. I like blending. Absolutely. Yes, I love that. I love that and I could not yeah. agree more. I'm a walking example of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> of the blend. Yeah. So speaking of that, because, so when you were growing up, was the, did you have traditional um, ritual? Very much so. In fact, I'm talking oh, to my publisher right now about maybe even, you know, bringing that a bit more to light in my next book. So you're the first to know and your listeners are the first to hear it. And so we will see what happens if it's meant to be. But I, I, would, I would love to speak on this. And I appreciate you asking because it's actually a huge part of my life that I really, mm. I think people close to me would even sense it, if you will, would know about mm-hmm. it. But it's not something I even thought to necessarily share until very recently in my life. And I just turned 40, you know. Um, but <clears throat> to directly answer your question, yes, uh, I was the first, the oldest daughter of my father. You know, when my father was young, long story short, and I speak about this more in the book, you know, he went to the mountains of East Asia to study meditation and movement <clears throat> and medicine. All, 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 everything I speak of in the book, I call it the three pillars or the three M's. He went from the age of 7 to 14 to study with his master. And so he had, you know, not your common, particularly in Western culture, kind of upbringing. Right. And uh, kind of a long story short, he went on to study further, even after 14. And as his destiny would have it, what was meant to be for him, and he made that choice, was to get married, to bring what he had learned from his master, which has been handed down for so many generations into the world. And lo and behold, here he is in Korea, and then he made his way to America, met my mom, who's blonde hair, brown eyes, and the truth is, even to this day, that's not very common, if you will. And so it's an interesting thing when we talk about blending. You know, so my father obviously had that deep root in tradition, met my mother, who, of course, also in many ways is rooted to the same, but much different. <laughs> Never would have imagined that this was who she would meet and marry and they would have children together. And so 
in conclusion to, to what you just asked me, so that tradition and that ritual from everything I, I know that you just mentioned, you know, even talking about the year of the water rabbit, which is the year that we're in right now, you know, surrounding Lunar New oh, Year well. and how mm-hmm. to the day, tell me, Michelle, I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 Lunar, okay, so uh, water, water yes. rabbit, okay, I know, okay, so that's water right. rabbit. That's right, that's okay. right. Yes, and so my family and I, we actually laugh sometimes because we, we, we actually believe that in all of the world we may be the one family left who does it as traditionally as we do, <laughs> um, handed down from my grandmother, and here we are in San Diego, California, you know, not in Korea. And, uh, for example, that ritual and tradition, was, a, which is a very important one that has been we've been practicing for my entire life. That's 40 years. We cook and we clean nonstop for three days as a family we come together kind of of course balance with work and children and all of the things but you know it's a big part of our life and it sets the tone for the entire year so things like that is how we've always kind of incorporated that into our our daily life well i got some of the water rabbit obviously because i have been cleaning like i cannot even it started a little bit and then i was doing more and more i'm getting rid of shoes and bat hand yeah i love my friend's like, why do you have – I go, oh, well, I used to model, and they always said, you know, just have, you know, simple clothes, find your style, and you update it with a shoe or a handbag. Well, <laughs> I get a lot of shoes. Well, you've updated a lot. Remember. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it feels like this um, – I got rid of stuff a few months ago, but I'm feeling it again, like this clearing out. And I've been talking a lot about cleansing and clearing psychically and – yeah, uh, cleansing the the body, you know, and and you know, uh, your diet. What is it that's healthier for you or better for you now? And um, absolutely, is that part of that? Is that absolutely? I think that's always something good to do at the beginning of any year, if I may. You know, kind of the stagnant mm-hmm. energy, setting our mind, purifying ourselves, mind, body, and spirit, which is what you basically just mentioned in my, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least what I understand. And particularly for the water rabbit, right? I I hear you. (laughs) Particularly for the water rabbit, it's a yin year. uh, And if you look at the universe, right, the Tao, right? And so something I love to speak on around the world, whoever I'm with, and whether it is on medicine, movement, meditation, which to me means more of a, of course, meditation as we think of it, but actually like a way of life, that ultimately it can kind of come down to a universal truth. We have the universe, which I call the Tao, and it can resonate with you or just think of it as the universe around you. And from one came two, yin and yang. So I think most people in our country and definitely maybe even throughout the world, uh, from much of the world now, to some extent, has heard this, these words, yin and yang. But ultimately it's, it's the duality of our entire life, everything. Right, so it's everything's built on it. Everything is built on it. It's feminine and masculine. It's chi and blood in our bodies, which just means it's the way our bodies function. And so there's always that balance. And so, moving forward, yang is active. You know, it's bright, it's loud, and yin is quiet. It's more. It's dark. It's like nighttime, Mm. right? It's actually characterized by feminine energy. It's a little bit more complex. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And it has a a certain kind of, they both have a depth, don't get me wrong, but it's a little bit more reflective, and that's the word that I wanted to lead to. So we are in a yin year, where last year was a tiger year, and that was a yang year. So I think we all felt it. Yeah, we (laughs) did. What's interesting, too, Mm because in Western numerology, we're in a yin year, a 43-7. So seven is very yin, being spirit-led. 
Um, I, by the way, I've studied the I Ching for, I don't know, 20, 25 years, so I'm very... Oh, I love yeah. Yes, I yes, I um actually use that for well daily, not as much lately, but for many years daily practice, but definitely when I big decisions or in a pinch or working through something yeah. in relationship. Um Gosh, we could go so many places with you. I'd love this. I know I we really talk, could. <laughs> we could. Yeah. I love it because you um because you also have the beauty and wellness background. Um, the acupuncture. So you're really, how would you, because I, I feel by your energy, it's a lot about balance, it seems mm-hmm. like, or helping people get back in balance or be in balance or find their balance. Maybe that's wholeness and wellness. How, how would you define the modalities yeah. that you use and, and bring together? What would you, how would you describe your intention? Yes, I, I really appreciate that, first of all. And, and you said it beautifully. That was my ultimate wish is to bring balance, you know, and I kind of already started Mm. even in my conversation so far. You know, it comes down to what I have come to find, uh, I think resonates, I hope so at least, because that is, I think that's my number one role, to be honest, at least at this point in life, and I have a feeling it's going to (laughs) last, is, you know, here are all these beautiful principles that have been passed down for centuries, and, you know, I can speak all I want about them because it's something I've grown up with, but if it doesn't resonate with those who I'm sharing it with or it doesn't make sense or it's a little bit too new of an idea or overwhelming, then it does no good for anybody, you know? So I really do appreciate that. You are correct. It is, I wish to share that. That's my ultimate wish. So moving on from there, mm-hmm. you can. You can look at everything like I, I just mentioned. Everything is, is universe. We're all human. We all are rooted, honestly, in the same thing, you know? And, and so when you start to kind of move outward, or even within ourselves, it's all about balance. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it comes to the understanding that we can't avoid anything in life. You know, we can certainly, mm-hmm. and please understand what I mean by that, right? And I mean that with much love, but we can't avoid anything. We're going to walk through yeah. hard times and, and, and peaceful times. And the thing is, mm-hmm. what we can do is give ourselves the tools that we can learn to balance with whatever is coming our way. And I mean that physically, mentally, emotionally, and our work life, and parenting, and relationships. I mean, the list goes on in our, in our community. You know, if we are able to, as human beings, what our ancient teachers, sages, masters from any part of the world, as far as I'm concerned, they all ultimately will, will talk about certain tools that prepare you and help you to get through particularly challenging times. And so what I, what I wish to bring is exactly, you said it right, is, is that understanding of that balance that has been handed down. And, and it can be very practical, actually. That's probably one of my favorite things. And that's why I speak of it. If you kind of break it down to three, that is a very important number to me. I have a feeling it is to you as well. It is. Way. You're right. Yes, yes. it is. My, my favorite number. I would, I would love yes. to hear that. Yes. Yes, um, but if you look at it that way, it's everything. It's starting kind of the microcosm of us as human beings to the macrocosm of the universe within ourselves. We have mind, body, spirit, right? We have upper, middle, lower. It's a very East Asian medicine way of looking at the body, right? Our head, our stomach, and our feet. Then you kind of move out a bit into the universe, and not a bit, a lot. Then you have the sky, and you have the earth, and you have human. And so, you know, there's so many different reflections of this. And so kind of going down to what has been passed down in my lineage, but ultimately passed down period, is this understanding of if we have these three pillars, medicine, which is how we take care of ourselves. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean, sure, I I work with 
creating formulas for companies around the world from skincare to body care, hair care, dietary supplements. It includes all of that, but it really comes down to wellness, right? So we have this pillar of medicine, and then we have another pillar of movement, which is so important in our life. And I even heard you say that to the last caller in some way, you know, moving energy so it doesn't become stagnant. And through yeah. movement in our, with our physical body, it greatly affects all the other pieces, mind, body, spirit. So that's kind of a very simple summary of movement. And finally, you have meditation. And as I mentioned before, meditation, of course, I'm a huge proponent of seated, standing, even moving meditation techniques. I teach them. But what I mean by that, what living meditation is, is the ways in which we can utilize certain principles universal principles that apply to all of us and how we can use them every single day to create either good habits or bad ones. Then it's always up to us. And so in conclusion, mm. we have these three pillars and the ancient teachers, sages, masters, what's been handed down for thousands upon thousands of years have taught us is that if we pay attention to these three pillars and incorporate good practices into our daily life, we can have the most calm, happy, useful, healthy life possible. So, mm. that's what it's about. You know, as you, yeah, so as you were speaking, it, ju- it just hit me because we've had um, the pause, so many guests talking about that meditation. And yeah. when you were speaking, and it's like you said, if we basically check in with ourselves. So it, it seems that the... the new way of being or the the species that we're all co-creating really has to have this pause or meditation, certain principles. Like that has to somehow become more, is that what, I'm really hearing that from you. And I do feel people are awakening more to that. Like, like you said, you you don't escape anything. I think a big last piece, a big chunk of the, the puzzle, so to speak, is that we can't race around and whip around and expect everything to yeah. be great or healthy. We have to do self-inquiry. We have to look, we have to pause. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired. What is that? I'm overly tired. What does that mean? Or where can I get help to assess? And when you're yeah. sharing this, that's what I'm getting from you. Again, is underscored this idea of you don't escape looking within or pausing or seeing taking the time to contemplate, I think you said earlier, reflect, reflect upon. Yes, yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I agree also that I've never in my life thus far, I have never seen more people interested and aware. You know, I've been, meditation has been a part of my life now for 40 years, but let me be clear, even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, you talked about meditation and people thought you were a little strange (laughs) in this country, right? And now here we are and it's the biggest everyone is searching for it and that's that is principle as well and it's a beautiful thing and I, and I really actually appreciate you of course you you are right on the dot <laughs> and um yes yeah that. That interesting thing that, no that i question. can tell you I, yeah. I i do some tech talks and i had done this one talk and literally i was which i don't mind i was getting a little bit heckled people were tweeting responses and things and um but then i i did the talk four or five years later, right? four different people, no one did talk about meditation or consciousness or I had a book out at the time. When I went back, Janelle, yeah. four yeah. people plus the person that went up in front of me, so I had to change my talk because they were saying similar stuff. 
either that had books out on meditation. Yeah, they were right? HR or head of, I don't remember what company, big, you know, Fortune 50 companies. And I sat there and I thought, I can't believe this. This right? turnaround, um, kind of everyday people talking about this and, and studying yes. it and writing about it. Um, so you're saying it sounds like it's even more um, – now, let me ask you, do you find that the people that you're seeing that are doing this or this trend, that they're just like a trend tapping into something, like a fashion trend, or are, are you seeing more and more people actually embracing it and making it, let's say, a ritual, part of their life, a go-to, a tool? Yes. I, you know, um, on one hand, I'm so happy to say this, to report this, and another, you know, it also kind of weighs on my heart a little bit, and I have not really ever put it this way before, I have to admit, but what I am actually seeing is, no, I don't see this as being a trend, and the reason being that oh, on you one don't. hand, happy oh. is that people are looking for this. They're searching for something deeper, okay. right? And so right. What, what I, why I say that sometimes it, it makes me, you know, I don't want to use the word sad necessarily, but it can be a little weighing sometimes, is because right. people are going through a lot of pain and challenges right now. I'll say it. You know, and yeah. I, if you know me, which I feel like you already feel for me, I'm certainly not a pessimistic person who walks around. I'm actually a very optimistic right. person. I'm a realistic person. And so I don't mean it in that way, but let's just say it what it is. I mean, I'm not, uh, I've heard from many as well, not just myself, that when you walk around, you feel, you know, you feel the challenges that are occurring all of us together, yeah. you know, and, and isn't it true going back to the principle of yin and yang, right? This this is the way our universe works. How long? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. Thousands of years. But I think it's also pushing people to that part, right? You said the spirit. Exactly right. Yeah. Spirit yes. is pushing. So you're seeing people wanting it, obviously needing it. Um, and I yes. would say now these tools are no longer luxury. It used to be kind of like, oh, you go to lunch or you go to retreat, yes. you talk about said. this. I really appreciate it. You're right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Now, it's like now it's like necessary. necessary. We have to do things. Yes. yes. For our health, yes. our immune system, that's obviously a huge topic. People are starting to understand how much, you know, physically we have to protect ourselves and balance. Mentally, we have to protect mm-hmm. ourselves in balance, and by protect, I mean utilize the tools that have been around mm-hmm. <laughs> and new ones. You know, that's the beautiful thing. But there's a lot to say in things in my, you know, in my humble opinion and experience. There's a lot to say with things that have existed throughout thousands of years. You know, um, yeah. means they work. Otherwise, they wouldn't still be work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Let's, well, let's it almost down. feels like it's almost. Uh, you know, I heard. A, a, a bit of a podcast early this morning and someone was talking about a new, um, well, it's adjunct to astrology, but it kind of, and and I I know what it is, human design, I might as well say it, Um, but they were talking about things that have been around thousands of years and how things work. And, and And I do, though I do like, obviously, there's breakout things and you know, the whole idea of disruptive innovation. Yes, but there are, I do believe that there are some, going back to your word, pillars. There are some pillars. There are some things that are very, not only fundamental, but foundational that we all need to get. And I do feel meditation and the core of what that is um, is really something that, obviously, it does work for a lot of different things and a lot of different reasons. And like you said, it's there's a reason that it's around. Um, 
I do want to get to something where you say the art of living meditation and then Korean yeah. art. So is it is it a different type of meditation or are there different rituals or different way or is there something sure. that sets it apart from others, other types? Sure. Would you, how would you describe yes, it? Yes, I would say so. You know, it's not what it's, um, you know, when you think of meditation, I think most of us would go to, and, and totally understandably so, and correctly so, you know, picturing someone sitting down in a cross-legged position usually with their eyes closed, hands in some kind of position, breathing, right? Uh, I think that's the the, uh, the go-to image or visual. <laughs> and mm. and let me be, like I kind of started to share, let me be very clear, I'm a huge proponent of that. I teach meditation. I teach Young Sung sure. moving meditation, which takes it a little bit mm. further where we're actually doing certain techniques rooted in Qigong in particular for my lineage that start to balance your body because when your body is balanced, mm-hmm. guess what? That directly affects your mind. And when your body is a little more balanced, your mind can be more balanced. And now you put these two things together, and in 15 minutes, you know, one of the reasons I love movement and moving meditation and these breathing practices is that we can physically, how can I say, it's a very quick way to affect our, our being, right, physically, literally mm-hmm. doing something to calm ourselves and balance our bodies, right? And so that is, the, all of those things are, are definitely a part of meditation, However, living meditation, the Korean art of yeah. living meditation, but honestly the most important piece to me, what I originally was just going to call the book was living meditation. I'm grateful to my publisher because they're actually the ones who suggested the Korean name and utilizing the Korean art of, which I thought was beautiful because people hopefully then understand that it's, uh, it's very important to me and it does connect to this root, this long lineage of that part of who I am and where it comes from. But it really is for every single human being. So I have to tell you, there's a moment I almost even thought that. That's the truth. But <laughs> everything happens mm. as it should, right? And so yeah. going into what is living meditation? So I break the book down. For example, there's eight chapters, and I call them eight keys. For example, the first one is called Know Your True Self because everything has to start from within. Mm. And that's a journey. That's our whole life. And so I always like to say this is not something where, okay, one day I'm going to have a call. Janelle, Dr. Kim, I did it. <laughs> I know my right. true self. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I will be amazed. Please call me if this happens. Um, but it's almost, it doesn't work that way. It's a guide, right? And so these eight keys or these tools are principles that have been passed down and why living meditation, because why do we sit down to meditate? You know, we can all have many different reasons, but if I may ask, because I, I know you're going to have a beautiful answer, why would you sit down and meditate, Michelle? Oh, my gosh, different reasons. Exactly. Centering yeah, I don't mean to put you on the health, spot. Right, yeah. creativity. Yes. Um, if I have anxiety or worry, um, if I yes. just want to commune with spirit or God, if I just want to commune with that part of me. Um, yes. Yeah. That's exactly. So, yes. Yeah. So the very so first part of the book, I even say, you of course you said I had a feeling, and I and it, and it, it was correct that you said exactly the word in a different way, connection, right? So one of the main connection. things we do is yeah. to be aware and to connect, right? And sometimes my answer changes, to be honest. If we were to have our conversation tomorrow, maybe I'd have two other words. But at this moment, you know, to me, to, uh, to principle, what, what my deep understanding of meditation is, it's a time for to quiet our mind for the purposes of being more aware, to balance ourselves, to purify our minds, right, and to connect. And so why, so while we do certain seated positions, you know, standing positions, moving meditation, whatever, breath work, whatever that looks like, 
it shouldn't stop necessarily. And of course, we do these things to carry them through our lives, but there are actual practices, like tools that we can use in every moment of every day, hence living meditation. Meaning, for example, you take these eight keys, and it's constantly in the back of your mind. In every situation I'm in, I utilize these. Not all of them all at once, but they're in the back of my mind. You know, it's how we communicate. It's how we, I love that you said this before, and I'm happy it came back up, but one thing I heard you say is, you know, when things happen to us, okay, I'll put it in the words that I feel resonate very much with a lot of people, and certainly myself, is whenever we're somewhere, you said pause, right? Just take one pause for a second. That's living meditation. Take a pause, expand your mind. I like to say zoom out, right? Zoom out for a second. And you have a choice then, right? Every single one of us always has a choice. I had a choice whether I wanted to connect to my lineage and share these things or not. I was never forced to. No matter who we are under right. any circumstance, we have a choice. And so no matter what we come across in life, I like to break it down into two things, right? So we can either react or we can respond. And respond with balance is what I mean. And a lot of times we react, right? We're seeing a lot of that lately. I'm sure you have a much more to say on that than, than I could ever even imagine. But it's very reactionary. And when we're reactionary, it can be very exhausting. It can be exhausting. It's bad for health. It's bad for relationships. It's bad for our community. I mean, you name it. It just causes stress. That's the truth. And we can make a lot of mistakes that way. Or we can respond. And if we start to utilize different practices, such as, like I said in my book, I call them the eight keys. I won't go through all of them, but like I said, key number one is know your true self. Key number three, I have a feeling you might like Michelle, it's called stop being drunk on your own thoughts. Really interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. And then there's a Korean phrase for this called dochi. And I, one way you oh. can describe, there's no one word in, in the English language to do this. So it, you could say being drunk on your own thoughts. And so, for example, if having this in the back of our mind, what it means, and that chapter is about, is, you know, just as we can be intoxicated by alcohol, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't see clearly. We have to be so careful as human beings that we can be intoxicated on our own thoughts. If we hold on and attach too much and do not put ourselves in someone else's shoes, right, do not zoom out and gain perspective, we can literally not see clearly and end up hurting ourselves and others. It it can be that simple, which is not the most simple. But you can imagine if we all keep that principle, that key number three in the back of our minds and go through life, how how much more we will have harmony, right, amongst each other and in certain situations, and how much more successful we will be at work. I mean, these are practices I use. I run multiple companies, you know, and without that, I could not even imagine what would happen, yeah. you know, and so things like it that. keeps you balanced. Go ahead. There yeah. we go, back to the balance. Now, do you have people in your companies, do they meditate as well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, oh, and you good. know, the beautiful thing is, you know, it's not something that we go in and say, okay, now is um, meditation time. I mean, I run a manufacturing facility. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, you know. But more by just leading through example, hopefully, you know, the principles that are around, the way that we we communicate together, the values that are important to us. So, yes, in my own workplace that I own with my husband, that is a very important piece, you know. The meditation, but also the living meditation, how we treat each other, how we look at situations, so on and so forth. Mm. I love that with the living meditation. So it's really about bringing it into your everyday living. It's a, it's really about life. Um, now, some of these focuses um, are they in the the traditional Korean meditation? Like, let's say 
someone studying meditation in the Korean tradition, are there other things around the act, the the process of meditation or the practice that goes that are with, similar, or that that goes with it, like other studying that goes uh, with it, like maybe study of the self or absolutely, uh, absolutely, there I is, think, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry there is. I mean, I think it all, one way, I, I hope I'm understanding correctly, but ultimately it starts from one root, and I hope I'm making that very clear, you yeah. know, and that's where it can, otherwise it can be a little overwhelming, and I totally get that. So from that one root, the, the fact that we're all human, that we all are connected in this universe to each other, within ourselves, and to nature and everything around us, right? And so from there, it kind of stems. Now we have medicine. And the ways that you can practice utilizing certain formulas and eating habits into our life. You have movement. There's certainly different practices around that. Like I said, in my lineage, what I teach right now, because it's something, to be honest, that I utilize all of the time in my life at this moment, is these practices that in 15 minutes every morning before my, I wake my kids up for school, I give myself at least those 15 minutes to balance my body, to connect you know, have a couple minutes of breathing. And that's the beautiful thing is it doesn't have to be for, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to share this too, actually, that I didn't mention, is, you know, there's so many incredible people out there right now showing people ways to, tools, right, just like we're talking about. But sometimes right. it's not so easy. You know, I'm a mom of two young boys. I, like I said, I run multiple businesses. I care very much for my family. We are very close, which means I have those responsibilities as well as the oldest sister and daughter and all the things. I'm close to my community. You know, it's not always easy to find time, right, to do an hour-long practice of meditation. You know what I mean? Of course, we can prioritize everything, but let's be realistic for it to be consistent. And so these are ways that we can incorporate it into our daily life, these practices. You know, as the last one is meditation. But yes, it's seated techniques, but it's also everything I just shared, these kind of principles that we can keep in the back of our mind. It's like a, it's a mental practice. That's the truth, right? It's, it's training. Mm -hmm. As much as we have to mm -hmm. train our bodies, I think sometimes we forget that we also have to train our minds. And furthermore, something I'm, I'm reflecting a lot upon, and maybe you, can, maybe you can tell me what your thoughts are on this, but to some extent, I feel that we even have to train our spirits. Not that we have any mm -hmm. way to train our spirits, but we have to train ourselves to connect with our spirit. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting thing, but my, my purpose, my intention behind even using that word training is to remind all of us, including myself, that you have to constantly be practicing this. You know, it doesn't just, yeah. it's important. Yeah. I like that. Um, and I so agree. I think because, you know, one of my teachers used to say, well, when you evolve or you get more conscious, so does the ego. And then the problem yeah. is, is then the ego starts trying to take over, you know, it gets a little yeah. taste of, oh, I'm I'm more aware now, I'm more awake, I know this now, you know, I know this, how to do this. So that training to connect back into to spirit, yeah. I think that's a very important part. Because uh, if we don't train ourselves to do that, it that other part tends to run, you know, run wild a little bit, kind of takes over. Yeah, I, I love really the way you said point. that. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that, actually. Um, well, thank you. Wasn't yeah. somebody, yeah, much wiser than me said that? And I said, oh, that makes sense. Why does that happen that people, and, can, and unless you meditate, unless you get into that space, um, that kind of awareness, sometimes you do think, and I think the I Ching is great for this, catching this, too, by the yeah. way. 
Um, yes, you I can mean, get you know, in that That's space. what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you're the like, Tao. That's the I uh, Ching. The Tao. Yeah. yeah the Tao. Reminds yeah, us. The, Guess the, what? You are a part us. of all of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. Oh. Yeah. I, no, which I, part? I is it, like you said, is it the reactive part? You know, are you waiting for that in, you know, the impression of what to do? You're waiting, you know, so they're not just reacting, as you said earlier. Yeah. Yes, because you can. You know, that's the thing. Again, at the end of the day, it's always our choice. If we wish to react our whole life, then guess what? That's what we're going to do. But when we are exhausted or our health starts to deteriorate, our mind starts to, you know, have certain imbalances, our emotions, at least we should know that that's because of the choices we're making. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. it's not easy. It's not. And I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't ever want to come across as saying, oh, you just do these things and it's so simple. However, it can become easier. You know, when we yeah. when we come from a place, even if we've every single one of us has had this, we have good days and bad days, right? And on those good days, sure, maybe maybe lots of good things are happening. But the more we're able to calm ourselves, the more we can take a breath and be aware of what's happening. And sometimes in very challenging situations, even taking a moment to remember, you know what? I remember another time I was in a very challenging situation. It felt like I was never going to get out, and I did. Something as simple mm-hmm. as that, you know, just kind of calming ourselves and being kind in that way, too. Which I would are. imagine that's a, really a form of awareness, too, that, like you're saying, yes, the calming ultimately. yourself and ultimately, yeah. Now, what as far as ritual, how important, you, you've mentioned that a few times, yeah. what are you considering ritual or, or tradition, just a couple, and what could people integrate sure. Absolutely. Well, it's really funny because because I said that's been something that's been very much on my mind, especially after the Lunar New Year, which is at the end of January, you know, um, and I started looking at it a little bit differently. So I will share this, for example, and it's a little bit more of a specific example, if you will, but one of the reasons I decided to write this book, one of the reasons I started to go out more in public, you know, I'm the first woman in my lineage to ever share these principles the medicine movement mm. meditation and I'm the first really to share it with the world like in a larger way this way right and I take that very seriously and it's very important to me and a lot of that everything has to do with my father you know of course my mother my parents I've had other incredible teachers in my life but my greatest mentor was my father and he passed away suddenly seven years ago it just happened on February 14th was a seven year you know date if you will or I don't know what you want to call it. I, I'm not in the place yet to call it an anniversary, <laughs> to be yeah. completely honest. Um, he was my everything. Uh, he is the most compassionate human being I will ever know, one who cared more and dedicated one of one of the one, teachers that I speak of and, you know, and my ancestors who dedicated their whole life to understanding the human mind, body, spirit in such a way that each one of us, his greatest wish was to pass down whatever he possibly could so that it was applicable for us, okay? And so seven years ago, he passed. And one of the things, staying on kind of the tradition I already talked about, because I know we have a somewhat of a set limit of time here, is the Lunar New Year. And that is one of two times in the year that ultimately, what? why do we spend three days cooking and cleaning? And what I have started right. to even tell my friends from Western culture who've never heard of this, thing, I started to hear this, and I see that it's, even to them, kind of answering your question, hopefully as well, you know, it started to be interesting in some way, shape, or form. They wanted to know, even if it stops there. What is it that you're doing? <laughs> Where do you disappear to for three days, you know, and stop your travel right. and your work slows down? And the reason why my family, my brothers, sisters, we have children now, we all come together 
and we cook and we clean it because we're preparing the house for the new year, yes, but we're also preparing our, the house for our ancestors to come. And that is a very strong mm. ritual or tradition that we have in all of Asian culture practices this. And in fact, we have it in uh, the Hispanic culture as well, right? The Day of the Dead. It's really interesting. Actually, when you start to look, there's a lot of cultures that have been around for a long time that have a lot of these practices. Certainly in the Native American culture, you know, you look around and it exists. So going back, this particular time in our year is a time where we literally invite our ancestors to come and eat. And so when we're cleaning the house and cooking, again, it's for clearing out the energy and preparing for the new year, but it's also for our ancestors to come. What a beautiful thing, and that's why I even shared about my father. So we set the table, okay, and, and like I said, we're, we're probably the most traditional family in the world to do it in the way that we do, but every, pretty much every Asian person in this world, to some extent, at least is aware of, if not practices, this on some level. And what it means, and, and the beautiful thing, it doesn't matter what religion you are, from Christian to Buddhist, you name it, Taoist, everyone does this. And because it's just, an, it's just a connection to your ancestors. And so, for example, for us, we make so many dishes, all types of food, from simple, we just don't use pepper because it scares away spirits, <laughs> right? And there's certain mm-hmm. recipes that have been handed down. We set the table. And we literally set a place setting for my grandfather, for my grandmother. Mm. I, we had one for a long time for my uncle, and now my father sits at this table. And so it is a time of year, kind of moving through the story a little quicker now so everyone can visualize this, that we cook and we clean for two days, three days, and then at midnight, which is where my family lineage comes from, this is our tradition, we do our prayer. And that is the time that we're able to literally, not literally, no, <laughs> that is the time that we are able to, with our food and, and our prayer, kind of almost feed our ancestors, feed those mm-hmm. before us, so that they can go back up to heaven or to the other parts of the universe, you know, whatever that means to you, so that they can go back. And they also come and they give their protection and your connection. And so what a beautiful thing, right? So I hope that in telling the story, we can find so many different pieces that may resonate with, with, with within us that might that you can hopefully just feel from me what that does, right? So for me in particular, I'm always connected to my father. I know this. But that is a particular time, how beautiful, that it's as if he's literally sitting in our house, you know? Yeah. I mean, not literally. I keep saying that word, but you know. Yeah. Yes, maybe, maybe I am saying it first. He is there, right? <laughs> yes, I yeah. appreciate you very much. Yes, I feel that. Yeah. And kind of incompletion, the beautiful part of this as well, kind of continuing that lineage. My son is now almost 10 years old. My younger son is almost six. And if you were to ask my Vinci, my nine-year-old, almost 10, what is your favorite holiday? And it was surprising to me too. He would say, I love basically Ancestors Day. There's twice a year we do it, but I love New Year. I love the cooking, the cleaning, our family coming together, praying for my, to my grandfather. I mean, he loves it. And I, it, honestly, it even took me by shock. You know, and but what a beautiful thing to continue that. And he knows in his mind that one day he's going to do it for me. So kind of to answer yeah. your question of tradition and ritual, incorporating certain things in our life, and it could be as simple as this, Michelle. It doesn't have to even be during the Lunar New Year. Maybe there's a special day that you lost someone, you know, and mm-hmm. and it can be you can get their favorite food and just have a certain day that you put it out for them. And it's just a certain feeling, a certain connection and intention that just helps, you know. And the, so that is why r- ritual, tradition, that connection, I find incredibly important in my life. It always reminds me that I'm never alone, you know, no matter what happens in this life, 
I'm never alone. I'm always connected to those who came before me. I'm connected to those, my next generations. And there's something much greater than myself, you know, and in life, kind of to sum it all up, you know, no matter what challenges I have ever walked through in my own personal life, I know that what has always taken me out the most, of course, of those, you know, those down moments is my faith and having, and in the same kind of breath, knowing that I am part of something so much bigger than myself, you know, and I find that that's probably the most, that gratitude is the most important thing in those times. Such an honoring, and also you you receive so much from him, it sounds like. I mean, what a connection. It reminds me of what you said earlier about be aware and connect, and to me that ritual is is definitely that. You know, you really connect back in with that being. It's very powerful. Um, It sounds like, too, by what you're saying, and, and I agree with ritual, that it we have more meaning yes i love that life. thank you for that right that's with the ritual it does it does i love that you put it that way it, it's the truth it gives us it gives mm-hmm. us meaning and what human being mm-hmm. really at the end of the day can't have some has to have meaning in their life you know meaning gives hope it gives everything it's true mm-hmm. a purpose yeah. yeah beautiful well this conversation to me has had a lot of meaning and um, definitely purpose and learned a lot as well. So I thank you for taking the time to be on the program, um, mm-hmm. Janelle. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. Let us know how I to really get in touch with you. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, you can certainly find me on social media. <laughs> Instagram is probably the place where I can connect the quickest, and, and, and I'm, I have learned to be very grateful for that. <laughs> I say that kind of laughingly, but seriously. So I'm uh, Dr. Janelle Kim on Instagram, on Facebook, um, and all the social media things. Uh, I have a website, JanelleKim.com, where you can certainly get in touch with me and, you know, I, I update and, of course, my book, Myung-sung, The Korean Art of Living Meditation. And you don't have to memorize Myung-sung, just remember Living Meditation. <laughs> and I really living do my wish is that, yes, my wish is that whatever I'm able to share makes sense and is practical and can be utilized and, you know, be applied in a way yeah. that is very helpful in any way possible. Yeah. So I, I very much Giving appreciate a, my time. Thank you. Given us a lot of um, insight and some good Ah, ways of reflection too. Some things to reflect yeah. upon, and uh, and again, the book is Mi Young Mi Mi Young Sung, the Korean Beautiful. Art of Living Meditation. Okay, yeah. yeah. I had exactly to repeat correct. it to see if I got it. Yeah, <laughs> you said it perfect. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Janelle. Thank you so much for being here with us and sharing. Really appreciate you thank taking you. the time. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Take you. Thank you for having me. You as well. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. I, ooh, what a nice conversation, everyone. Boy, a med- conversation and meditation, or meditation and the conversation. Um, all the info to connect with Dr. Janelle Kim is in the uh, description box, and um, well as her socials, you can connect with her. And again, we were talking about quite a few things, but also the Korean art of living meditation, Mi Young Sun, beautiful. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, thank you so much for uh, being here. As always, I love co-creating this with you. Um, 
be here every Wednesday if you didn't get your question answered. And also, I know the chat has been a little wonky, so people are calling in, listening, or listening via the archives. And um, so understand that. Even if you're listening in the archives, you are with us all in spirit. Um, also, you can connect with me, Soul Insights uh, and Tarot on YouTube, and the, sign up for the Awakenings uh, podcast also as we expand onto uh, YouTube. And also you can connect with me either on Instagram or Patreon if you would like to. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or guest suggestions, as well as topic suggestions, you can connect with me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, attention Sadie. All right, everyone, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?